Okay, so here I am, uh, still on my first day, kind of figuring out everything on Anchor, uh, which is a pretty cool platform. Uh, so anyways, uh, I, earlier this morning I had watched this documentary about earthing, and I've heard about earthing before uh, in my own passings with people at different festivals and various other, uh, you know, holistic uh, type events, and just people in passing at parks and as a park ranger. Uh, see people walk around barefoot and I had always done that growing up uh, living in Guatemala Just one of those things you can, you know kids in the, the 90s did and even before then uh, And I really enjoyed it. I feel like you just you know as a kid you always had you're always full of energy But you never realize how important uh, Getting your feet touching the earth gardening uh, Just being intrinsically involved with nature uh, being going to the beach things like that in Florida. Uh, it's very easy down there I'm sure other places it's a little more difficult uh, especially since I've moved to Cleveland, Ohio, uh, living in the city, or near the city rather. Uh, I chose my most recent uh, living situation uh, to be closer to the water, be closer to uh, a very familiar environment. Uh, and, and, and in doing so, I feel like my health has been uh, inclined, uh, has inclined. Not that I had never had issues with my health, um, but I've come to find that being in Cleveland, away from my family in Florida, which is where I grew up, uh, it has been a little difficult and then that definitely during the winter months uh, how seasonal effect disorder uh, If you're not sure what that is uh, you can look it up I'm not really an expert on it, but uh, it definitely did affect me as far as like the, the low light uh, and the short the short days and the you know the Intense winters. I don't say intense winters being from Florida anything that has snow uh, is intense going to the supermarket into the frozen section is intense uh, Well it used to be rather at that back when I lived in Florida Anyways, I digress uh, so the earthing thing uh, really did ch shape shape my childhood and then watching this documentary really kind of affirmed that as far as like I need to make this a part of my daily practice and it seems very very hippie seems very you know that type of woo kind of thing uh, but it really does it really does uh, change so much in your in your life uh, your mental your physical health and the, the negative ions and the, and the atmosphere the positive ions and then using the negative ions to balance out your uh, your body. Uh, if you haven't seen the documentary, it's definitely worth looking into. Uh, I believe it's called Earthing. Uh, it's by these, uh, this couple who had a child um, and she had all these uh, physical ailments. Uh, had to go to the doctors on a regular basis and then they just tried, you know, they're at the end of the rope uh, and they decided to try Earthing as far as being involved in nature, being barefoot out there and then they started following the science behind it and what's so cool about it is that it's not just this hippie documentary it's actually based in science and doctors and uh, people in those fields of, of medicine uh, have grounded evidence that prove that uh, being barefoot in nature gardening uh, being in water uh, even naked uh, can be very beneficial to your health uh, and so that's what I'm doing today and it really does I think just being in tune to that idea uh, maybe it's a little bit of placebo of wanting that to be true, uh, but I definitely, I believe, in my lifetime, I've dealt with um, being outside and really just felt charged, like replenished and back, you know, back to who I originally was. And I feel like that's there's so many people out there lacking uh, that type of uh, exposure uh, to such a positive, well, negative ions, but a positive, uh, what's what, lack for a better word. Uh, activity for them to better their health, uh, you know, communicating with other people, uh, being in isolation, especially with quarantine going on, has affected so many people with mental disorders, uh, and it's affected me, uh, especially, uh, just for my own take, 
uh, being being a very social individual, as anyone who knew, may know me. I uh, just love interacting, love making people laugh, just having a good time, making sure people are having a good time, because like the dark side of your mind uh, can definitely play a role in uh, some scary some scary stuff, uh, especially after. I'm reflecting on so many things right now, so I do apologize for bouncing all over, but I'll get back to my point. Uh, but with like Robin Williams, someone I grew up admiring as a comedian, as someone who's very quick-witted and very loved by humanity, uh, and giving so much of his life uh, to his work, uh, and at the end of his life, uh, wasn't happy. Uh, and that really touched me in a very, in a very hard way. Uh, that I, I feel the same way. Like I, I see so much darkness in the world and I've seen it. And I want to make the world a better place by making people laugh and having a good time and making sure people are included. Because uh, I had dealt with, uh, you know, racism as a child in a small town in Florida. Uh, you know, not necessarily directly to me. Uh, just anyone who was outside of Citrus County, people didn't like that. Uh, but on top of that, being Hispanic in a very, you know, 98% uh, Caucasian uh, community. But, you know, I grew, I found my place and I have wonderful experiences there. All the people there are very wonderful. Uh, and then people will judge me by my character more so than my, uh, the color of complexion of my skin. Uh, so coming full circle, uh, back to the earthing thing, just doing things that help better your life. And it's so crazy how so much of my life I spent worrying about what other people were thinking about me. Like before, you know, when I was living in Florida, walking around barefoot out in public, people were like, what in the world's going on? You know, and I would wear shoes just because I would feel judged and I hated that. Uh, and now I'm just like walking around like if someone, you know, I'd walk to the park from my house and people gave me looks and it's, it's for my mental health. It's for my health. At the end of the day, every the choices I make affect my well-being, my mental health, my physical health, uh, you know, psychologically, everything, everything from the words I speak to my actions, uh, everything. So it's just crazy. But as everything's going on, I'm just trying to make make my life a better place, make my, my life better so that I can help other people. Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, helping other people is the most beneficial thing we can probably honestly do in our lives. I also watched another documentary. It was actually more of a uh, conversation uh, with a, a breathwork uh, professional by the name of uh, John Paul Crimi. And he was saying that uh, in his life, his fulfillment comes from helping other people do breathwork and bettering their lives uh, he spent a lot of his uh, there's it's, it's a great conversation uh definitely worth checking out uh, his work uh but talking about how he was helping so many other people and they became successful in the things that he wanted to do and he's like when am i gonna get my break but his his greatest accomplishment is making other people um and he got, he got emotional and so did i like i teared up it was so it was impacting um that may, helping other people that's his calling and at the end of his life the people that he knows that he made the world a better place. And then he uh, coaches people in breathwork and making them, uh, helping people become breathwork coaches. And I feel like that's something that I would want to get into, uh, but I definitely wanted to uh, start. And I've been doing breathwork. I've been doing the Wim Hof breathing, uh, the cold showers, uh, cold immersion, uh, that stuff. Uh, I've done uh, the five Tibetan ritual exercises. I uh, do that daily and I really feel the benefits are coming with the consistency and repetition of doing that. Uh, and again, these things sound hippie and it sounds very like new age or like, oh, you're just trying to be, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think, and I know that it's, it's affecting my life in a positive way. Uh, and I'm reading another book about uh, 
about habits. And my brother also, by, by design, uh, Nathan, he's in California, and he was telling me he's reading this other book about, uh, about habits in a, in a different, uh, the aspect of habits of um, taking small changes in your life that lead, you know, 1% change in positive direction is still, you know, it'll start compiling and building momentum uh, to build better habits. And then your overall change your life to making your life the most wonderful thing you could possibly think of. Uh, but it also goes in the opposite direction as bad habits can compile and make bad habits. So choosing mentally, physically, uh, daily to make those positive choices in your life. Um, and just as of recently, uh, it's definitely been uh, impacting in my life. And it's really, really cool. Uh, I really appreciate uh, this time that I've had to myself. I've, well, for you, for most of you, no one really knows. Uh, I was sick and then I had to quarantine myself for two weeks and it wasn't by, it wasn't COVID, uh, but they just with my work, they were very precautious about it. So I had to take two weeks off uh, and get tested and the tests still haven't come back, which is ridiculous. But in that two week time, uh, I spent a lot of time reflecting, a lot of time meditating, uh, watching these videos, things that are changed my life to be better. Um, a new philosophy called NoFap. I mean, I don't know how long it's been around, but NoFap, I've been doing that. Uh, the earthing as of today, uh, the Wim Hof breathing, I've been doing that for about two years. Uh, the five Tibetan rituals, I've been doing that for a couple months and just like really, just like really making it intentional. Uh, I get up in the morning and walk out to the, the, the Lake Erie here in Cleveland uh, and just I stretch, sit there, set my intentions for the day, go swimming and I go home, get ready for the day. And uh, I think it's really made um, leaps and bounds in just these two weeks of my life, uh, building those, those habits. And like this morning I got up and I just instinctually just got up, got my clothes on and started walking. And then I was halfway out the door and I was like, wow, I'm, it's not even, I'm forcing myself to get up to go. It's like, it's become my habit to go to the beach. And it's uh, just a testament to everything that I've been researching. And it's just so cool that Again, like my brother said, this is a small 1%. I, I need to read the book that he said, and I have it written down somewhere. So I do apologize, Nathan, if you're listening to this, that I have not, I can't, I can't plug the book, whatever it is. Um, or even the book that I'm reading. Uh, it's, it's about habits. It's a yellow cover with a pinwheel. Uh, but it talks about the history of habits and how it's all about the cues uh, and the reward and how uh, the only thing that really can change your habits is that you still want the same cues and same rewards, but it's all about the routine uh, that goes in between that. Uh, that you can change because you can't just change a habit on the spot. It's become something that you have to change into a different habit. So the routine has to be different. Uh, and that's what it really, and it harps on the history of that, how with advertising, um, with sporting, with Tony Dungy and how he built habits uh, with the Buccaneers and he went to the, the, the Colts and all that stuff. It's really interesting stuff. And I've, I've only read about half of it. So I'm only, you know, just the tip of the iceberg with that book, but definitely worth uh, reading. Uh, and all that being said, just the mindset and the thing I wanted, I guess, to take away for, for this episode is just doing things that benefit my life, do things that benefit your life, uh, that are really going to make your life better, regardless of what other people say. Uh, there's more things I'm going to talk about. I just want to start building before I get into the depths of my life. Uh, but the things as of lately uh, has really been beneficial uh, as far as, like I said, the earthing, the Wim Hof breathing, ice and cold immersion. Uh, and there's so much science based behind that. It's not just not any hoaxy uh, stuff. There's been back science, and it's it's year after year. It's becoming more and more prevalent that these things are working, and that and they're free. Like Wim Hof breathing, all you have to do is breathe. Like breathing is the most. Con we do it every single day, and it doesn't cost a dime. Uh, the earthing doesn't cost a dime. But of course, I'm not going to sound like oh, stick it to the man and do these things. But uh, yeah, like, what's the worst that could happen by earthing? 
by doing intentional meditative breathing. Uh, just simple research. YouTube is a full of wealth of information uh, of these topics. Uh, I mean, go to your local library if they're open because um, with COVID and everything going on. But just, you know, a simple internet search and your whole life can change in a matter of watching two or three documentaries and setting your attentions uh, and building those habits to be the best version of yourself because at the end of the day when you fill up yourself with good habits and you fill yourself with positivity it overflows and it feeds into other people and your relationships and the people in your life uh, and then my daughter uh, Adeline uh, for you for you that don't know my daughter Adeline is she's the joy of my life and the reason why I moved to Cleveland from Ohio I had the dream job in Florida as a park ranger I loved that job I loved everything about it uh, being in nature just in general just really charged me uh, and just being around positive people like no one ever went to a state park I mean, obviously on weekends people would party, but as far as like no one would go on a trail and be angry or be disgruntled like at the DMV or a gas station, you know, it's just like people went there to escape. And I like, and I was a part of that. I was a part of making a safe space for people along the trails uh, with interpretive uh, programs and things of that nature. And so many people in the park service in Florida uh, have made me a better person. Uh, and love of nature like it's not just trees and bushes like you really take the time to get in get out there and see what uh, nature can hold it's such a beautiful thing uh, my brother living in California I had the, the pleasure of spending time with him and his uh, now wife Jess uh, going to Yosemite and with my mom and just seeing just all, just all struck by just everything out there and just like people just took the time not not to travel to California or to all these amazing places but just in, in nature in general just really taking the time like even now here in Cleveland I'm sitting here looking at looking over the city uh over Edgewater and just like I'm in awe of everything that's out here and just if people just took the time to do that it would just I feel like our communities would be better our people would be happier our health would be not in decline uh we wouldn't be spending so much money on things like pharmaceuticals and all that stuff and I'm not going to get preachy with all this stuff but at the end of the day the takeaway do what's best for you regardless of what people say regardless of what people may think because they're looking for those same answers and you found them or you may not found them in earthing or breathing like I have but in any ways through music through dance through any form of art any form of expression where you can be your genuine self uh, and I really hope that that's a good way to start this uh, podcast uh, The real, oh so full circle coming back to my uh, the title of my podcast new energy uh so back when my daughter before she was born i was dating her mom and uh tanya and i wanted to start a company because she wanted to do a recycling business and i always wanted to have this dream of just being able to travel and make money through traveling but you know most of the jobs are remote jobs on a computer like logistics or uh whatever the case may be on computers i don't like computers i'm not i've never been a computer person uh my daughter's mom is very very avid strong computer tech savvy my daughter even knows more about my phone there's one time my phone wasn't working and she fixed it and i'm like what did you do uh so all that being said uh she wanted to do a recycling thing and we were planning to go to bonnaroo uh and be part of uh, one of their um eco green recycling um green crew or i forget what it was called i'm sorry bonnaroo if anyone goes to bonnaroo uh if you know what i'm talking about uh but she wanted to do something like that and I'm like, and then I had the dream of, oh, well, you do recycling, I can do a food truck. And so I started brainstorming, we started brainstorming together, and then it kind of petered away. But the idea came down to, um, the name of it would be New Energy, so N3W, uh, which would stand for Nature's Three Wishes. 
uh, energy. And so energy is just one of the things like when you eat your food, you can give yourself energy. When you sleep, you give yourself, you recharge yourself. Uh, so there is an energy field out there uh, that's really, you know, it sounds like something from Star Wars, like use the force. But it's like, no, like you have energy is all around us. It's in the ground. It's in our food. Our food is grown in the ground, and so we receive that through sunlight and everything. And so that's why Nature's Three Wishes is kind of compounding on the idea of the recycle, redu uh, reduce, reuse, recycle system. Uh, so nature does that all by itself. You know, the trees grow, uh, they drop leaves, they drop the bark, they die, they make food for the next generation, that they replenish the earth, and it just continues, the cycles continue. So the Nature's Three Wishes, if nature had a voice uh, for through that company, uh, it was going to be just them wanting to say and not ever saying that like coach john wooden is a good a good good example where he modeled his uh, 10 uh 10 miles of success and his uh pyramid of success or whatever i don't i'm sorry if i'm butchering that but coach Wooden, if you ever look into him too um one of his uh one of the quotes that has always stuck with me and i said this uh to my family when my our grandmother passed away in 2017 um that competitive greatness is performing at your best when your best is required and your best is required every day and he co he, he uh, modeled that and if you ever look at his history his credentials as a, as a player as a coach for UCLA uh, his basketball program uh, he modeled that and people were uh, obviously went to him for advice uh, for life advice and everything and if you ever look at his life and everything that he accomplished and everything that he uh, instilled in his players uh, Bill Walton and all those guys um, he modeled it and so going back to my to the business idea that nature's three wishes nature and doesn't tell us to do these things they just nature models it about reducing reusing uh and recycling uh everything that we do from our food uh, to our waste our, ref our refuse um things like that so ideally new energy has always been an idea in the back of my mind like oh i could do a food truck and i wanted to do a uh, it's, it's still in the works i mean it still might become a uh, reality uh, just especially with COVID and everything, I think that people are more inclined to uh, food trucks. I don't know, uh, but there might be there might be a change in design with that as well. But new energy in all in all aspects, just having new energy, just revitalizing yourself on a daily basis. Uh, batteries can't survive forever without being recharged. We need to recharge uh, through nature, through our relationships, uh, through our diet, uh, and everything of that nature. So I'm sorry that I'm rambling on. Uh, hopefully I'll have to be more structured. I, mean, I literally just started walking and I just, this idea came to me and building this um, <laughs> podcast. Uh, I think that, again, like I said, in my introduction, uh, it might be like a documentary of my life and things of, you know, it's like a live journal. Uh, and hopefully that it might uh, reach out to other people like Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, uh, where I might have some profound uh, knowledge that, you know, you may, you may know. Uh, they could give to me or you might just hear some, a little tidbit that I say about a book or a person. Uh, I definitely love reading, uh, so I'll try to plug as many things as possible uh, in that regard. So anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day. I uh, hope that you enjoy uh, wherever you are in the world. Uh, and yeah, just reach out to me, give, give me your feedback, and let me know how what you think. And if there's anything you want to talk about uh, that you want me to talk about or learn, uh, I'm always interested and uh, willing to take on new, new practices, uh, new books, uh, new ideas. Uh, I'm grounding my foundation of who I am, but I'm always interested in seeing uh, how I can better my life. And I hope that you do the same. All right. Well, have a wonderful afternoon and take care.